What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Enrico Ambrista, and you are tuned in to another episode of the Speaker's Secrets Podcast. Now, whether you are a new listener or a returning listener, it does not matter. Welcome in, pull up a chair, enjoy yourselves. This is going to be a fantastic episode, and that's because we are interviewing Mr. Eddie Segal today. Now, when Eddie reached out to me, he brought so much expertise in acting and coaching actors. And what he really does best is that he uses these acting techniques in his coaching to help people overcome confidence issues and improve their presentation skills. And also how to tap into the natural resources that we all have and connect with our passion and our impact. So I thought that Eddie was a great addition to the podcast and I really enjoyed our conversation this is the interview between me and Mr. Eddie Segal. Enjoy, everybody. Speaker Secrets Podcast. Hey, Rico. Hey, thank you for agreeing to do this. I always enjoy creating content with other people that just want to bring value to those that are tuning in. So I definitely appreciate you being here today. Pleasure to be here. I always love talking about this stuff. So I, I relish every opportunity. So thanks. All right. So why don't we just get into it? Go ahead and tell our listeners about yourself, who you are, and yeah, what you're all about. Okay. Yes. I'm, uh, my name is Eddie, Eddie Siegel. I run a company called Acting Up. And what I do is I help people with their presentation skills. But it's a little bit of a different approach with Acting Up in the sense that what I do is I use acting techniques to help people overcome issues, limiting issues like nerves or lacks, lack of confidence and to, in a sense, present the best version of themselves. All right. And, you know, the reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast is because the Speaker Secrets were all about helping people improve their communication and their public speaking. But I like to look at things through a different lens sometimes. And I never considered the impact that acting can have on public speaking. But when you reached out to me, I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Mm. So just tell us a bit about your career and you know how you've been able to coach a lot of people in acting just before we get to how we can tie it into public speaking. Okay, yeah, so I've been an actor, was an actor for a long time since I was a kid. Uh had a really fortunate event to meet someone who put me on the path to acting and who's today still a, my mentor and a, and a great guide for me. And, and that took me, you know, into a professional scene where I was a professional actor for many years and then directing and then acting coaching. Nice. And... Yeah, and then I, I think for, for me, then life took a turn. Things got serious in terms of family and commitment and those sorts of things. And, and as a lot of actors do, I found myself venturing into the commercial world a little bit more as a, in, in, initially in the world of sales and then as a sales coach. And, and that experience tied in with my experience in acting really gave me some great insight into how these worlds connect and how the, the universal laws or rules of communication or, and, and, and the aspects of, of human behavior that, that connect them all really enable both worlds to, to uh, empower each other. 
Nice. Okay. Well, you know, that sounds, it sounds really fortunate that you were able to get into acting at such a young age, but for someone like me and Hmm. for a lot of people that I assume are listening to this podcast, we've never been to an acting class. Obviously we know who actors are and uh, Hmm. we we have our favorite movies, but for someone like me that has never had experience with acting, but I want to become a better public speaker. I want to become a better communicator. How can understand, understanding the art and the concepts of acting help me in improving my communication? Well, this is the great thing about it is that I really love to stress the point that it's not, it's not witchcraft or it's not an art that needs years of study because the great thing about acting is the tools that are necessary to be a great actor are the tools that we all naturally possess. Yeah. And this is, this is the foundation that I've loved. There's been the, it's underpinned all of my work as an acting coach and also as a communication coach in in more of the commercial world that, and I think to, to make that a little bit clearer, it's important at this point to dispel a few myths around acting and what constitutes good acting Sure. And the predominant, you know, the, the, and the predominant myth being that acting is about pretense in some way, that it's about faking it, it's about pretending to be someone else. And this is, this is not the case at all. It can be the case. And yes, we all know pretty average actors that, that uh, I guess, you know, do use their craft in this way. But any good actor will tell you that great acting is a process of self-discovery. In order to portray the character that that he or she will need to portray, they need the actor needs to dig deep and needs to connect to the part of themselves that will allow them to 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 perform that role, and that's where we all can benefit because we have all lived lives, yeah, we have all uh, experienced full gamut of emotions. And it's those experiences that allow us to be great actors or not necessarily to be great actors, but to be great presenters, to be great public speakers. Yeah. Uh, that's, and and that's, that's where it lies. So you don't, need, you don't need to study. You and everyone already has those skills and we already, we, we've got those at our disposal. So it's really just a matter of how do we tap into them and how do we use them effectively to become passionate and persuasive presenters? Nice. Now, <laughs> I love that answer. Uh, now, just because, just before we go into the next question, I just want to let my audience know that you're from, that's a drum roll, Australia, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Australia, from, from Melbourne, Australia. Okay. And, uh, yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, so I just wanted to definitely notice the international collaboration. Appreciate that. But your answer made me think about the episode that I did last week. And I talked about the human paradox and how we are all similar. We've all lived lives. We've all had these experiences. And so it's great to see that that translate through acting as well. Like these are experiences that you can use 
to connect with people and to really bring forth your craft. And I appreciate that. But it makes me yeah. think about the other side of the paradox. So we all have these situations that we can associate with, right? But yeah. at, at the end of the day, we all know that we are individual and unique expressions of humanity. So what would you say to someone that wants to really bring their unique essence to a role or their communication style, even though they understand that they can portray situations that other people can relate to, how do they really connect with what makes them unique so that they can perform at their highest level? I say rejoice in it, celebrate it. That's what we want to see. We want to see what the uniqueness in each person um because that's that's what's interesting and at the end of the day we want something that's we want to see we connect to honesty yeah and i understand what you're saying i also think that when we present that uniqueness we are comforted by the fact that other people share that uniqueness in an oxymoronic sort of way, you know, we, that, that's the, the beauty of it all is that when we open ourselves up and uh, share those aspects of ourselves, the audience connects because they see that they're, that, that we're in a sense, in many ways, yeah. all the same. Yeah. They, they can see themselves reflected in the character or, or the presentation. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's why it's, it's great to, to celebrate our flaws. It's great to acknowledge and, and uh, celebrate those flaws because it builds connection. It builds trust because, it, because people can see that they're not the only one who's flawed. We're all flawed. And, uh, and that's, that's wonderful. So, yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, on this podcast, I always like to give actionable tips and things that we can put into our day-to-day lives, our day-to-day practices. So I'd like to segue into talking about some techniques. Now, one of the major fears in the world is public speaking. So many are, so many people are deathly afraid of speaking in front of others and just engaging in public speaking. And the reason why a lot of people feel this way is because they have what's called nervous energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people that are auditioning for acting roles and that are getting into the in- industry, they feel this energy as well because you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So what oh, is yeah. an acting strategy that someone can turn to when it comes to these situations where they're in front of people and maybe they have to act something out or they have to speak in public, what's the technique mm. that they can use to harness that nervous energy? To harness it. Well, uh, that, that's a great way to put it. I like the way you articulated that, um, to harness it rather than to overcome it or, or to defeat it in any way. And, and you're right. I mean, <clears throat> the nervousness or, or lack of confidence is such a big topic with this, as you as you'll know, right? In in the work that you've done, it's 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 it seemingly it's enemy number one, you know, for a lot of people. And I could fill a whole podcast with with, with all that with, with with the work that 
that can be done to help with that. I think it's important initially to say and to um, reiterate the point that you made there that it's about harnessing the energy, not not trying to beat it or overcome it. Mm-hmm. In my in my experience, in my various roles in this journey that I've been on, I can tell you categorically that nervousness is always going to be there. I've worked with hundreds of professional, seasoned professional actors, mm. some of which who get so nervous. They've done maybe hundreds of shows, but they still get so nervous before each show. I knew one guy I used to work with, it, he used to throw up before every, every production. He'd get oh that gosh. anxious and nervous. <laughs> you know. So, so the point that I'm trying to make here is that you need to make friends with your nerves. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the way to think about it. Make friends with your nerves. And there's a few techniques that I like to work with. One of, them, one of the ones are, one of the techniques I like to work with is called um, reframe, reassess, and release. And it starts off reframe, which is just all about reframing this word nervousness because there's so much stigma attached to nervousness or, excuse me, feelings of nerves. Think about it in another light. Give it another title. and Let's break it down. And we think about what nerves are. Nerves are energy, right? So rather than saying to yourself, God, I feel nervous. Oh, I'm so nervous. Retitle it. Reframe it. Say, oh, I feel energized. Because what that does is it gives a different spin. And, and feeling energized is good, right? We need energy. Yeah, we, need energy yeah, we, too. Yeah, we love energy. <laughs> we love energy. Energy is important. Otherwise, we fall flat on our ass and we're given right. a boring deadpan speech that no one loves, right? Of so course. we need that energy. <laughs> so that's all it is. So just acknowledge it as energy. I feel energized. And then it removes that stigma of I feel nervous. Because as soon as you say it, it has that negativity attached to it that yeah. feels like it, it, it's a hindrance rather than a help. So if you, and when you think about that way, you think, well, then, they, then your nerves are your friends. They're helping you. They're giving you that energy that you need. So reframe. Second is reassess. And this one is, is just about, um, it, this one is just about how we judge these feelings. Mm. And I love this saying that and this one is is not mine a friend of mine told me this years ago and it stuck with me and I, I love it you're nervous because you care That's good. just to remind yourself of, of that you're nervous because you care if you didn't care you wouldn't be nervous right so this comforts this is a, a comforting thought that reminds you that you're coming from a place of good intention here okay so reframe reassess and then finally release Mm. just spend some time before your presentation before your public speaking event just spend some time to breathe okay it's very simple it's a bit woo woo but you know it's useful and it's it's helpful and it works and when you're breathing what i like to encourage my clients to do is just spend some time thinking about what you're grateful for yeah i love that you know, and gratitude, gratitude is just great for everything. I mean, gratitude is just the, the one-stop shop to, to, to fix everything. But it really works here because if you just spend some time just breathing in gratitude and breathing out that nervous energy, just think about the simple stuff that you're grateful for. Think, think about the, the gratitude that you have for the opportunity, the, the opportunity that you have to talk about something that you love. 
or the opportunity to showcase what you can do so you can get that leg up in your, in your career. Or the opportunity to think about the free coffee that you get. I don't know. Whatever, you <laughs> right, know. Right. Whatever they're offering. <laughs> whatever it is, because you may not get this opportunity again. So think about what you're grateful for. And, and leading on from, from gratitude, I love to spell out how, the similar, how similar nervousness is to feelings of ingratitude. Right, because I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's uh, because when you think about it, when we're ingratitude is all about craving and and feelings of of lack, and that's the same when we're nervous. Right, we we crave validation, we crave acknowledgement, praise, and we feel lack when we're nervous. We feel that we lack credibility, maybe, or that we lack authority, or that we we lack the right to be in this space. Wow. And, and if we can, and, and in that way, just a simple uh, exercise in gratitude can go a long way to helping people overcome those feelings of nervousness. So bringing it back to that, reframe, reassess, release. And as part of that releasing, spend some time focusing on, on, on what you're grateful for, whatever it is, as simple as it is, just breathe that in and then just feel that nervousness melt away a little. I love that, man. And this is why I love bringing guests on the podcast and getting different perspectives because I never linked having nerves to, to ingratitude. And I want to clarify that it's not about having nerves that makes you fall into ingratitude. It's about wallowing in those nerves and not changing your perspective to look at the energy that you're feeling as something that you can use, something that's positive, something that can be harnessed yeah. to, you know, really change people's lives. And so just, right. just being in your nerves and saying, oh, you know, I'm too nervous. I'm not going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm not going to make that leap or that connection in a way it's like not being grateful for the opportunity to do that. So that was, for me, uh, one of the greatest gems that I've heard within the last few days. So thank you for that. No, my, brilliant. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. It's okay. good. I mean, it's, it's mindset stuff, isn't it? But yeah. that's, that's what gets us down in the end. Yeah. Most definitely. Now, I also want to talk about some of the other techniques that you've used in acting and coaching clients, because you have a number of clients over the years and, you know, tell us a little bit more about the, you said, is it the acting up Academy? Did I get that correct? Oh, just, just acting up. Yeah. Okay. Act, acting up. That's right. Yeah. Um, so some of the techniques, yeah, that I use, well, I love to work with going back to my, my point before that we, we all have those resources of our experiences and our memories of those experiences that we can access and use to help us become effective and powerful communicators. So there's so much that's joyful to explore here. And um, because I want to point out that each and every one of you, all, all of your listeners right now, we've all been powerful orators, orators, you know, in our lives. 
when we felt, I mean, look, I, I can say last night my, my football team lost in the last minute to, to the other team. And oh, our whole, my whole family was screaming at the television. You know, we were, we were we, with, with outrage and injustice at the end. And we've, we've, all, we've all had passionate moments like this or we've all implored a lover or we've all begged uh, someone or, or we've, all, we've all felt deep joy or deep loss or we've all been powerful communicators in that time. And I love to say that in those moments, if a Hollywood crew just popped up out of nowhere and filmed you, it would make gripping television. So we all have those, those moments. So and you know what? You know what I would say too, just to add to that. Sometimes I do feel like I'm in a movie. <laughs> when I do have those <laughs> yeah. moments, like, did someone is someone writing a script right now? <laughs> or if there were cameras, people would be entertained by this. <laughs> yeah, right. Good. I'm glad to hear you say that because I thought that was just me. But that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's right. You know, and and well, the truth is, that's that's what makes great performances, and you know, we all have that. So. So what I was doing is working with, with clients and just exploring those experiences and then using that as a, as a stepping stone to, to something bigger, a, a, a presentation of, uh, of, of that experience. And the good thing here is that this is not, I'm, I'm not a qualified therapist. I, I, this is not, and, but that doesn't need to be that way, I, I don't. It, we're not. We're not. We don't need to explore traumatic childhood yeah. events. Uh, there are other people who you should see if, if you need that. We we really are predominantly focusing on positive, positive life experiences. We're talking about things like favorite holidays. If we just all of us just take a moment right now just to think about that amazing holiday that we had, mm. you know, and just and if we sit with that for a bit, then we you know, we, we register the feelings that come out of that memory, you know, and we explore that, we present that, you know, so I love to use things like that. And then we, you know, we go into a, we present it as if almost like we're in a, um, um, a travel program. Uh, you know, we have a program here in Australia called Getaway. Getaway. So I, okay. you know, yeah. So I just say, well, now you, now I want you to present a segment on this, getaway program right but we work with structure as well we work how do we you know give it a bit of structure but basically it's about sharing that passion i love to work with things like you know what's your favorite movie let's mm. talk about let's talk about why you love that film what is it about that film that really resonates inside you what does it, what does it say about you and 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 work on that present some of that so coming from a place of passion of genuine passion and presenting that and then finding how, and this is the, this is where the, where the bridge lies, right? How do we then invest that passion into topics or, or content that perhaps we're not as passionate about, or perhaps where we were passionate about it, but in the heat of the moment, that passion gets overtaken by other more oppressive emotions, right? Like nerves or confidence. So that's, that's, and that's what actors do really well because it, you might see, you might see an actor uh, portraying a, a role that, that doesn't sit 
within their yeah. values or their or their beliefs. So you have to find a way of how how can I connect? Yeah. What can I what can I draw on from my experience to help me bring passion and conviction yeah. to the presentation that I'm that I'm giving? Because it's not always going to be. We all know that, right? We sometimes we need to we need to talk up, get up and present on some boring piece of data that an accountant might get off on, but we don't give a shit. But, <laughs> you know, if we don't give a shit, our audience isn't going to give a shit. So we need okay. to find a way in. Otherwise, what's the point in doing it? Yeah. So and You know <clears throat> yeah. what's really great about what you're sharing and I think what this conversation for me is pointing towards is empowerment and just owning it. You know, a lot of times when we are in these situations where we have to communicate or have to act, a lot of times we start thinking small. We have that voice in our minds that saying, you know, you can't do this. But what I'm hearing from you is that we all have a whole lot of lived experiences that we can use. And they are our greatest assets because they allow us to communicate with people and build relationships and foster vulnerability and connection. And it's all about knowing that you have that and that there is worth in that. And so I definitely yeah. appreciate, um, you know, what the direction that you went um, with, with those answers. So what we're going to do now, you know, this is going to be the end of part one. I definitely want to do a part two with you. I have some very interesting questions that I want to get into. But before we do that, why don't you tell our listeners that have tuned in with us today where they can find your work and where they can learn more about you? Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, on all the socials, um, acting up coach, one word, will help you to find me on Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, oh, actually, LinkedIn's my name, but on Facebook as well. Uh, all my website is um, www.actingupcoach.com. And you can definitely connect with me there. I'm always putting on lots of good free content uh, that seems to resonate with people. So if, if you're interested, jump on um, on the socials and I hope it helps. All right. Well, all right, Eddie, thank you for part one and I will see you shortly in part two. All right. See you soon. All right, everybody, that is part one of our interview. And I'm so grateful that you had an opportunity to experience this. Thank you for being here and for making it to the end. I love co-creating with people so that we can bring this value to you. Now, if you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you're notified when new episodes are available. Leave a rating and a review on the podcast. Share it on social media. Tell your friends about it and visit Eddie's website. Now, as always, I'm sending you my best energy and my best love. I am in your corner. I'm going to continue to push you as you push me to become the best version of yourself. So I love you. Have a stellar week. And this is your host, Enrico Ambrister, signing off. <laughs>